Well, we have divulged our projections already for the upcoming college football season as it relates to the Virginia area schools. And in part, that's because it's about to get real squirrely and hectic here over the next handful of weeks with high school football starting up next week. And of course, realistically, college football starts a day later, for some at least, with the week zero college football slate. By the way, we'll have games preseason this weekend, uh, games over the next couple of weeks, including week zero of college football. Check out the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg Facebook page for more info on that. And included in what to expect of the madness over the next handful of weeks, it's somebody that is probably trying to find every way to stay as sane as possible. He's had hits at the Liberty Football Meet the Team Day or Media Fest or Fan Fest or whatever it is. I don't even know why we call it Media Fest because uh, while we have great media opportunities and Liberty's very good, this is not a media-driven event. Uh, And that's been changed, unfortunately, due to the tragic passing of Taj Boyd, the offensive lineman whose funeral service uh, or memorial service, if you will, will be held this coming weekend. So that's how crazy it's been for us. Somebody who has still found time for us. Throughout all of this madness is ABC 13 WSET sports reporter and anchor Dave Walls with us in the fast lane. Dave, first of all, thank you for finding time for us in what I'm sure is just par for the course at this point this time of year, right? The ever-juggling of your schedules? Yeah, absolutely. There's no such thing as a... uh... A nice quiet day anymore with football back in town, but you know what? After uh, a nice quiet summer, we're ready to crank it back up a little bit. I'm excited to uh, get a on-field look at Liberty uh, for the first real time, not counting a practice uh, since you know the end of last year or even the spring game. It's uh, excited to see the guys put the pads on and and hit each other and really get an idea because I mean we're you know not far away from these games starting to count. And Coach Jamie Chadwell's got a lot to look at, a lot of decisions to make tonight. No doubt about it. I mean, between that and and really he's touched on it throughout the week, as I'm sure you've heard also, which is the after effect of the game tonight. And it's twofold. One is being with your team, being present for them as the uh, entire team gets ready for the Taj Boy Memorial Service this coming Saturday. But also the cold reality that you're trying to prepare for a season in lieu of all this. And you've got to start making challenging decisions about playing time and who's going to be slotted where on the depth chart. Yeah, you know, it's, you know, the depth chart is one thing. And then there's just, you know, you got to, if your team's going to have any sort of rhythm offensively or defensively, you've got to get those starters established at a certain point in time if they're going to be ready for game one. And, you know, listening to uh, Coach Jamie Chadwell's latest press conference, you know, that was one of the things he really mentioned. You know, he said the team's executing at a pretty decent level, but because they've been juggling so many of these players, not just that quarterback but uh the line he mentioned the linebackers as well you know there's a different different guy coming in as they're testing certain things and so the execution is not as been as crisp as i think he would want as he i think he needs in order to be able to compete uh day one so uh, it's just not quite there yet but they're getting closer so i think tonight is going to answer uh, hopefully plenty of questions as to where this team lies and uh, who's going to be stepping in Dave, quarterback has been a major focal point because out of the three schools that we cover most ardently in college football, Liberty clearly seems to have the most uncertainty. Everything in Blacksburg is trending towards Grant Wells over Kyron Drones. And then at Virginia, they've all but proclaimed Tony Musket to be the guy to the point where they brought him to the ACC football kickoff. By the way,
way, our chat with him, Tony Musket, is up at Fast Lane, Ed Lane, where you listen to podcasts. Liberty, though, correct me if I'm wrong, it seems like it's the most truly wide open out of the three in terms of uh, not just figuring out what the coaching staff wants, but how these guys' skill sets in some cases mesh with that when guys like Jonathan Bennett, Caden Salter, and Nate Hampton, three of the four, Trey Lowe's the exception here, but were not brought in by this current staff. Yeah, you know, they're... The one, the one thing I keep coming back to is, you know, Coach Jimmy Chadwell does have, you know, this relationship and respect for Jonathan Bennett. He recruited him one. He was a coach down in Coastal Carolina. You know, uh, Bennett, the South Carolina guy. And so there was a built-in relationship when Chadwell comes aboard here. And there's something else to be said about just having someone who's been here in the in this program four years when you're coming in and has the right attitude. You think back to when Hugh Freeze came here to Lynchburg, you know, for the success that Buckshot Calvert had a quarterback, uh, I think it's pretty safe to say that, you know, Buckshot was not necessarily Hugh Freeze's kind of guy, but he certainly provided the stability needed uh, in a first year for a new coach, uh, you know, to go out there, have success and kind of lay the foundation uh, to what you know, Chadwell would like to do moving forward or what Freeze wanted to do moving forward. And uh, I think, uh, again, with that relationship that, uh, from what it sounds like, is a good one between uh, coach and quarterback uh, Bennett and Chadwell, you know, it's going to be an easy time for Bennett to buy into what Chadwell wants to do to adjust his game. And then to these other guys who are, you know, still competing hard, like uh, like uh, Caden Salter, like Nate Hampton, and the, and the other quarterbacks in that room, you know, They'll have to follow that lead. They'll have to step up. And, I mean, again, a decision hasn't been made. If you're asking me who I think the starter day one is going to be, it's going to be Jonathan Bennett. But, again, you know, you want as seamless a transition as possible and choosing someone who you already have a relationship with and has been a starter here in the past is certainly, in my eyes, the way to do that. No doubt. And that's a point that we brought up regularly, Dave, is that, you know, out of the quarterback options for Liberty, the most known commodity is Jonathan Bennett, uh, the guy that can provide the most stability and has proven he can handle the intangibles part is Jonathan Bennett. And that's something that you would think Liberty has to value, especially given, Dave, that there's a lot of uncertainty in other spots. You've got receivers and backs. The backs are largely all new. There's some holdover at receiver, but their challenge is there. And and then the offensive line, which also has had to go through its own shuffling, including the loss of interior offensive lineman Brandon Schlittler last week. Just with all those moving parts, you would think, what, having the guy that has stability, it's not always the safest option that's the sexiest for fans, but it may be the best for Liberty. Yeah, it really, it really is. You know, and like, and like you just mentioned, you have so many moving pieces. This is the time where, like you mentioned, uh, uh, losing Sh- uh, Schlittler was uh, certainly a, a tough blow, but you know, at least now you have time to go back and reevaluate and, and and put the right pieces in place, and that's just one area. You know, the uh, you know with the, with the loss of Brendan on the O line, you know that's typically where you, you feel like you have to have the tightest knit, you have to have the tightest bond on that offensive line because they're going to protect for your quarterback, they're going to open up the holes for your offense. You know, so this is the time where you've got to make a quick change. Then these guys, uh, whoever steps into that spot, going to have to be ready and everyone else is going to have to trust them. So this is a, this is a crucial time tonight for someone to really step up, make their cases to why they need to be in there, then for everyone else to uh, build up that trust with them.
like a true professional, Dave Walls of ABC 13 WSET has done as good a job as possible. You've heard a little noise from FanFest in the background, but he's done as good a job as possible trying to make sure he can at least uh, be audible for us in the fast lane. So we are appreciative of that, Dave. But the event itself, this was originally scheduled to be on Saturday. Obviously, the Taj Boyd funeral and uh, needing to accommodate what's best for the family has to take priority and is understandable um, just for liberty. I mean, it seems like obviously it's a no-win situation and you don't want to be in this, but for Liberty, it seemed like they did about as reasonable a job as possible trying to pivot off of the original Saturday Fan Fest day, just given that you want to interact with your fans, but also you've got a team that needs healing, and Saturday is an opportunity to provide that as well, or at least not fully provide closure and healing, but to be a step in that process. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any right way to handle it, and so if the team says this is the best way for our players, I don't think it's up to anybody else to judge. Uh, whether or not they should have done it on Saturday. And quite frankly, it, I think it's better to do it this way because, you know, how how would you be able to concentrate coming off a day of sadness uh, like you would experience at Taj's funeral and then come back and try to fight for a starting spot? I don't think you'd have everyone in the right headspace. Uh, so I think this is the right way to do it. You know, uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully we're getting some fans coming in now, but hopefully we'll get more in here uh, for this and, you know, and to, uh, to celebrate a little bit tonight and the players will take some time over the weekend to pay their respects and then hope and then uh, reset their minds and get everything right for uh, opening day on the second. Dave, transitioning from Liberty University, they've gotten the bulk of the coverage today in the fast lane in part because obviously Dave Teal from Richmond.com is giving us plenty or has given us plenty on Virginia Tech and UVA and that's up fast lane headline where you listen to podcasts. But transitioning from Liberty over to the high school side of things, I know JF and Lord Botetod had their benefit game Thursday night, but as we speak before, a lot of these benefit games take place on Friday night. How much more clarity do you feel like you get from teams now where you've seen a large chunk of them in practice, but the benefit game, and I know you're at Liberty now and you'll be watching and doing highlights and juggling everything, but as you digest all that, you've got a better feel for what these teams will be heading into the openers in a week from now. You know, I got I have a better feel. I don't know how much of a better feel I get from benefit games. For instance, last night I saw Heritage and William Fleming, and quite frankly, both teams came out with an extremely limited playbook uh, juggling multiple players at positions, trying to figure out who, you know, who would be the one to make big plays. And so, you know, you get an idea of personnel. You don't really get an idea of maybe what their capabilities are because, quite frankly, coaches don't want to show you too much. Either. They don't want to let the whole playbook out for everyone to see, you know, in mid-August. So, um, but you get an idea of the athleticism that's available, the talents that, uh, that's available, and it does give you a, a better idea. I'm uh, interested to see. Uh, Appomattox and LCA do some battles tonight. That's typically been a pretty good um, indicator of where these two teams are athletically. Again, they'll come out with limited playbooks, you know. But again, uh, you know, for LCA, Coach Frank Rocco has been worried about a smaller roster, uh, but he's definitely got the athletic talent to uh, take the Bulldogs far. Appomattox, of course, missing Coach Doug Smith, but Stephen Castello, an interim coach, has experience in this. Uh, interim role before and he, despite losing Jonathan Penix he's got plenty of talent with Gray Pearson and quarterback and I was really impressed by his receivers and line so uh, we're going to get a, a pretty good look at them tonight and it, it should be a should be pretty good I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing where these two teams stand and again you, you get a better idea of at least what they physically can do and then uh, we were we uh, 
And when the season starts, that's when we're really good to see the, the final pieces put together. It'll be a lot of fun, and we'll be diving more into that next week with WSET's Dave Walls as opening night of high school football is a week from now. Dave, thank you for your time. We'll let you get back to the fan festivities and the uh, scrimmage this evening at Williams Stadium for Liberty. We appreciate your carving some time out for us in the midst of that and look forward to chatting again. Is It's basically here now. It's here. We're ready for it. No more quiet Fridays for a while. So uh, hope everyone enjoyed me having quiet Fridays. My wife sure did. But it's time to get back to some football. It so is, I'm looking forward to it. No doubt about it. Dave Walls, ABC 13 WSET. By the way, he's at Dave Walls TV on Instagram and Dave Walls WSET on Twitter to keep up with him. And by the way, as we wrap it up today in the Fast Lane, a friendly reminder, we are at Fast Lane Ed Lane where you listen to podcasts and Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Trey Lyle VT on his social media platforms. And next week, 6.30 p.m. East Coast Wings and Grill Tailgate Show for Jefferson Forest High School Football presented by TrostLaw.com as well as our other great sponsors and partners, which features the Gretna Hawks and the JF Cavaliers. So lots to keep it locked to, including the Virginia Talk Radio Network and the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app. Over the weekend until we return Monday, 5 to 6.